The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. From the WLRN Newsroom, I'm Tim Padgett. In South Florida, we tend to think of the golden age of cocaine as the 1980s. Iconic Colombian drug lords like Pablo Escobar and cocaine cowboys marauding through Miami. But according to British-American journalist Toby Muse, cocaine's real golden age is today. Muse's gripping new book is called Kilo, Inside the Deadliest Cocaine Cartels from the Jungles to the Streets. It follows the drug, often dangerously up close, from Colombian coca fields to murder-plague barrios to trafficking on fast boats and semi-submarines. Muse spoke with me from Washington, D.C. about the new cocaine boom, why he insists the drug war is unwinnable, and why that's as much America's fault as it is Colombia's. Toby, why do you say today is the golden age of cocaine and that the end of Colombia's long civil war actually helped make this the drug's golden age? There is more cocaine out there than ever before. Pablo Escobar couldn't have imagined the amount of cocaine that's out there at the moment because of a failing peace process between the revolutionary armed forces of Colombia, the FARC, and the Colombian government. The FARC was controlling much of the territory where coca was grown. And the Colombian state needed to get to these corners and do something they had never done before, establish a minimum of law and order. And the government dropped the ball. And who arrived instead? Narco militias who raced to take control of all of this coca. And they have told the coca farmers to keep growing coca. But why did you want to write this particular book about cocaine? Well, because the cocaine trade is made up of dark passions. This is a trade that runs on lust, sex, murder, treachery. But over the years, it became increasingly described in anemic terms of coca production graphs. And it seemed to me that was like learning about sex from a biology book. Well, Kilo is a remarkably revealing chronicle of how bushels of coca leaves become kilos of cocaine, with way too much depravity and murder along the way. You lived in Colombia for more than 15 years, but even so, how did you gain such intimate access to people like the Medellin cocaine trafficker named Alex? 11 years ago, I was going to a famous fashion show, and a man was trying to get in with two women. And it was the press access. And I just said, hey, look, they're with me. And the guy said, hey, look, I owe you a favor. It turned out that he worked in the social world of the underworld. And through him, I started meeting all of these different people. And eventually this drug trafficker I called Alex in the book. That access was still risky, though. There are some moments in the book when you had genuine reason to feel your life was in danger, right? It's a feeling of dread when you're around these men and women who kill at the drop of a hat. So I was with them and they were talking about how some business partners were going to fly into the country from Mexico the next day. And I woke up and I looked and I saw Mexicans had been arrested entering the country. And that whole day I thought, this is it. They're going to think I'm a snitch. They're going to think I spoke to the police. And this contact into that world said, I need to meet you right now. It's urgent. But you were okay. I had totally misunderstood the situation. This guy said, hey, I need to borrow some money off you. But, you know, you're constantly on edge. Especially around guys you hung with like the cartel hitman Cachote. When you get to the heart of the cocaine industry, it's pure madness. There's a scene with Cachote. He's praying to the Virgin of the Assassins. And I asked him, how can you believe in the Catholic religion and yet kill for a living? And he came up with this just mad explanation of, well, if God doesn't stop me from doing it, that means the person I'm sent to kill has done something and that this is a divine punishment. 
You also argue cocaine has stolen the souls of too many rural Colombian communities. Absolutely. You can see these dignified little towns and one farmer brings some coca seeds from outside. Immediately, everyone starts seeing how much money he's making. So now everybody starts growing coca. But then the dead bodies start turning up. You conclude the drug war is unwinnable, and you point out that if Colombia has failed the world, the world has failed Colombia. Colombia can point at the rest of the world and say, what have you done to diminish the demand for this drug? This business runs on demand. Toby Muse is the author of Kilo, Inside the Deadliest Cocaine Cartels from the Jungles to the Streets. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and Advisors.